I'm a mama. I'm Ryan, and I'm not a mama, not a smoker, not a slaver. <laughs> I'm a mirror <laughs> Yeah, were they from Minnesota? Is that Was that the last place to go underwater? I don't know where he's from <laughs> in this movie, but... He's from, little... like, Texas? He's like... Oklahoma. Oh, Mariner. Oh, I'm smokers. <laughs> I want to buy your shoes. Uh, and this is Mama Needs a Movie. Today is raining in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's very appropriate. Can well, you it's just started raining and maybe it'll just never stop and then we'll be covered in water. I think we have, the secret is we have to keep talking about Waterworld. Oh, to just to please the gods so yes. that it keeps raining. <laughs> I wouldn't like mind it, that. As long as there's a God saying, as long as you have a discussion about water world coming up or happening, uh-huh. it, it'll rain a little bit. Oh, so the fact that it bombed is why we've had a lot of dry weather. Yes. Ever For since the God's last Christmas. 20 years. You know what it <laughs> okay. is? You know what it right. is? It's, we've been cursed to, to drought since water world bombed and uh-huh. Avatar way of water is going to uh-huh. restore it. But we have to talk about it a lot. We have to talk about go see it. the Avatar way of water and uh, this this family is a fortress. Yeah. That's I mean, the, the mistake in this movie, trailer. spoilers, is that he doesn't have uh, a fish girlfriend. I think that's what we learned from the success of Avatar. He does not have a really cool fish girlfriend. Well, you know, if they did a sequel, there would be a there would be a. Um, yeah, because he had fish. He had a fish yeah. mom or dad. Probably. Well, we'll have yeah. to introduce our guest so we can yes. discuss yeah, yeah, what, before we what are his parents? Are his parents movie? a fish and a lady? Or <laughs> <laughs> like two f- part fish people? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Is she, okay. uh, yeah, where, yeah, where, uh, yeah, what was, uh, I want the hot takes. What was the combo there? Um, <laughs> our guest, I, uh, know and like so much, and, uh, and you're meeting her today, I think, for the first time. You said um, no one likes her so much? No one likes her so much. That's... <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> they like her a little. <laughs> I met her a couple of years back under very strange, stressful circumstances. But uh, she's so funny, and uh, we, we wanted her on the show for a long time. She's a busy person, so it's, it's taken some some coordination. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but she, she was very lucky here to uh, – uh, we, we're lucky, and, and she's very kind here to, to, to clear a little time to talk to us today about this movie. I met her when she was writing for The Tonight Show, but in the time surrounding that, she has written for BoJack Horseman, for which she's received an, an Emmy mm-hmm. nomination, wrote a, a, an episode, worked on an episode of BoJack Horseman that's very highly regarded in the series lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, also uh, the show, uh, the upcoming show, Twisted Metal on mm-hmm. Peacock. Which, which I've heard of, Mike, uh, starring... Uh... Starring Mike guess, Mitchell. I think Mike he's Mitchell. the star. I think Mike Mitchell is the star. I think he's the star. I don't care who's in that. It's him. <laughs> uh, this is a great uh, This is a great writer and a very funny person. Allison Taffel. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the show. Uh, how are you enjoying the uh, the rainy uh, the water world that we live in I today? feel I was very excited when it was rainy when I woke up because I was like, oh, perfect. I'm going to be on a podcast. I'm going to be in my comfies. I'm going to have tea and I'm going to talk about... Water and Costner. It just feels like a great day. <laughs> like Whenever it rains, I think of Kevin Costner. I really well, now I, I will. Now when I, I will. see a buffalo or when it rains. <laughs> Either one of those things. When I see men who have gills coming out of their ears, oh. um, I always think of the cause. I see it every time I see my postman. <laughs> I, I, I think, think every Kev. time I see Wyatt Earp walking around, I think of him. <laughs> 
Where do we stand? Uh, not to get into this movie but too soon, but but where do you like Costner? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so how this came about with me wanting to see this movie and uh-huh. why I'm so happy you guys are having me on the podcast is I, I made a mistake by telling a group of men that I hadn't seen many Costner movies. And it was like, what? what, what? Like men love, like men love Kevin oh. Costner. <laughs> and I think I had only seen <laughs> Field of Dreams. And then it became like, oh, you got you got to see. And so my husband and I started like slowly embarking on like throwing on some Kevin Costner movies and mm-hmm. so I've seen quite a few. And then I was like, well, we got to see Waterworld. And my husband was like, I'm not watching that with you. <laughs> he was like, like, I'll do anything. I like, I'm not watching Waterworld. I'm, so mm-hmm. like, I was like, but I feel like that's a big one. And he's like, no, yeah. no. And so I was like, well, so I watched it by myself. So I, this is like my grand finale, I think, of my like kind of slow marathon of Kevin Costner movies that I watched it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> alone alone the appropriate way it's like church you know you go alone you commune with the movie in this little costner run did you ever watch the movie a perfect world i did not watch a perfect world i would say that if you're going to add one more to the list that's a great because mm-hmm. that's a great that's actually a very good costner movie and a good clint eastwood movie well did, okay uh, see yeah. that's a very classic every time i said i watched a movie a guy mm-hmm. would say to me May I suggest this movie? Because he's actually really great in this movie. And um, I want to be very careful uh, to not alienate any Costner heads who are... But I do not think... I don't think he's as good of an actor as people think he is. And this comes from me watching a lot of movies back to back to back with him. Mm -hmm. And seeing like, wait, he's a little the same in these. uh, We call it a bag of trick. He has a really great bag of trick. (laughs) And um, because we because everyone was like, oh, you got to see Bull Durham. And I really I did enjoy a lot of these. Like Bull Durham. Mm -hmm. I watch. Oh, I actually did. You watch Tin Cup? The other the only golf movie that I think anyone has ever it's very, it's a lot of golf. Uh, happy <laughs> Gilmore Durham, and Tin Cup. Yeah. Tin oh, Cup, The Bodyguard, mm-hmm. Field of Dreams. Oh, Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. this was kind of my, um, I feel like my my finisher for a while. I'm not going to say I'm never going to watch a Cosmo yeah. movie again, but I'm just saying like I've noticed – a trend in that Costner is very similar in every single movie. Mm-hmm. And there's some movies that I would argue you could put in a different person and the movie would be exactly the same. <laughs> right. Maybe even better. Maybe. I, I would add to those, though. I mean, I'm a woman, so I know it's weird for me to do this. But I would add, too, because I think you've missed in your selection um, uh-huh. the the Costner sweaty uh, sex thrillers. So there's, oh, sure. there's no yeah. way out uh, yeah. where he he's uh, with the Gene Hackman. And then there's also Revenge. And both of those are really sweaty. They're based on the idea that we really want to see him naked. Yeah. And uh, he's not any different in them, but the <laughs> movies are different. <laughs> I think my absolute favorite was Robin Hood in the uh, the versatility and stretch that he went with just doing an American accent as yes. Robin Hood while everybody else is working very hard in that movie to be, like, authentic. <laughs> and it's, like, I, 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 like, really, I mad respect it. Like, I'm just, like, mm-hmm. at that time, yeah. I think Costner is, like, I'm Costner. People are going to buy tickets because I'm an attractive, fun person to watch. Like, he looks like a movie star. He's a movie star for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, I lost my mind <laughs> when Robin Hood started and he was, like, I'm Robin Hood. And I was, like, <laughs> yeah. like are I you like- Iron Man? <laughs> 
Okay. There's, a, there's a, I feel like in that movie, there's a half-hearted attempt in like a couple scenes. There's a couple like, scenes. You almost yeah. sound a little British in that, but then yeah. you, he kind of loses it. It's, it's interesting. That He's, stuff he, is fun, though, because then it's a little Easter egg hunt for the scenes where you're British. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, anyone. Waterworld, I know we won't, but water, he talks funny in this one too, and I don't know what he's doing. I don't, yeah. he's doing yeah. like a, I guess it's the fish, the fish accent that he's. Well, yes, it's, it's uh, Portuguese Greek yeah. is an accent. Um, he can speak Portuguese Greek, which is great. Oh. You have a uh, Allison. We we uh we met years ago, but working when I say it was a strange circumstance, we met working on the Tonight Show, and yeah. we met like two weeks before COVID shut everything down. Every basically. time I think of COVID, I think of you, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Every time we I shared think, an office. I don't know if that's a, a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> No, you, it is funny because it is like, I do think it'll be part, like a huge part of my lore. Like, I think everyone has those, like, where were you when this huge thing happened, especially like March, 2020. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it was just so bizarre because yeah, we both started in January, 2020 and you and I shared an office, which I'm, I'm fairly certain was a closet that they converted into an office. It was really, (laughs) really, really small. Mm -hmm. So Uh much so that the chairs like folded up into the wall because you couldn't put chairs in do you remember Wait, like the you chair had that movie yeah. theater seating well was, just <laughs> they have like there's like a kind of chair that like folds down yeah but that's and, what yeah. movie theaters yeah yeah like old movie theaters yeah, have that. Kinda, yeah yeah but it was that tiny is my point like you couldn't oh bring God. in a chair you had it was so tiny and we're in the space and i'm like we're both new so we're trying to do well and get to, and be nice to each other and then there's this thing happening where hey people are getting sick and it's happening in New York, and I am sharing this incredibly small space <laughs> with Ryan. <laughs> yes. And I felt, in hindsight, at the time, I was feeling like we weren't helping each other very much with calming down. I think we were really good at revving each other up of like, I'm going to go get uh, hand sanitizer. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna do it. Like, uh-huh. we were yes, both getting because nervous. Her- because it was I'm it was spread sure on Ryan. surfaces. It was a surface disease. We all know that about. But also, I think we were, we were both. I was definitely hypochondriacal Me too. about yeah. it. But I mean, definitely, we were not. We were bad roommates for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we well, it would be like the up. odd couple, but you're both the same. Yes. We're both we both were like, I'm. I'm scared. Are you scared? Well, I'm not scared. It's fine. And then, but in hindsight, I feel like we really validated. Like. I felt like in the end, this was something to be taken seriously. We were right. That's we were right. Yes, I think we were right. Yeah. But like, uh, but yeah. some people are, you know, we're like, oh, whatever, you know, and it's not whatever in that case. But the reason I even mentioned this is because when you were, when, when I shared this office with you, I remember talking to you about a particular actor that you had an affinity for. And I find this fascinating when it's like, Anne, you told me years ago about Edward Norton. You, mm-hmm. you, I remember you saying, like, I just got to see. I'm a completist. I have to, com- like, I don't, it's not that I, he's not, he's your favorite actor. It's more just like you have to see everything Norton. Well, does. I just, I realized that I had seen everything he'd been in. And then I was like, well, I got to keep this streak up. I yeah. love that. I love the phrase completist. I'm going, oh, I'm going to now be a completist on a lot of actors. <laughs> I would say he's even sort of a little costnery is that it's like, oh, yeah, you, you like being in movies. You're never really. Amazing, but <laughs> yeah, but you have Allison. You have someone that's kind of similar like this. An actor, an actor that you. That Who you, did I tell you? I want to. I want what? Is, you said Ben Affleck. Oh yeah, Ben Affleck. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I love that. But I'm very much, I believe I'm, I think it's again what you're saying though, Anne, like I'm Ben Affleck's number one fan. Like since I was 10 years old, I was really obsessed with Ben Affleck. And he was like my first bit, which I didn't Mm -hmm. know what a bit was. But as a kid, you know, when you go around in circles and you're like, hi, my name's this and my favorite color is blue or my name's this and I really love horses, you know, like Uh I was like 10, like cleverly being like, and I love Ben Affleck. And that was like my, (laughs) like I wrote reports on him. I celebrated his birthday. And so like, I was just really, and so I've continued, like, I can't now, I can't give him up. Also, he's had such an ebb and flow of a career that there have been times that I should have been ashamed and I wasn't. And then there's times that then he pe- then Argo happens and you're like, see, I told you he was great. Mm-hmm. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was very, uh, yes. So I'm a very big. I, I think I, we were talking about it, Ryan, because I was like, if he was ever a guest on the show while I was there, I'd probably lose my mind. Like I would hide. I don't want to meet him because I, it's like it would be too much. It'd be too much. For yeah, me. but it'd be yeah. weird to know what he smells like in person. That's well, good. Since you've thought about probably it, probably so good. Or like Dunkin' Donuts, like you know, he's probably smells like. Donuts. Oh my god! Did you know that does. today there is a Dunkin' Donuts Ben Affleck story? There is. Oh my god! Is, uh, really? so they are harping on his love of Dunkin' Donuts. What's um, the story? He. T- I'll, I'll put it here and let me see if I can find it. I'll, I'll put it in the, the chat. We'll read. Okay, we'll this just is read. the. We're well, read now I don't like this. This is the Daily Mail, a rag, a, a rag, a freaking uh, rag. But it's, if ever but there it's was British, one. so it's fine. But here's, the, I'll show you guys the article here in the in the chat. Okay, okay. okay. The uh, the right. Daily Mail says. Drags um, health food fanatic Jennifer Lopez to his favorite oh. Dunkin' Donuts for coffee. Oh come on, it's so mean. I mean, I don't think he's dragging her. No, to a to a, what is it, a bad donut place? Yeah. I think they're just harping up. I mean, like, what do you want? Yeah. He likes Dunkin' yeah. Donuts. Give me, you know, like, does you anyone know not know he's from Boston? Please. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I know some people were him for Halloween. Um, that they because I I also get inundated with oh yes um, yes you know pictures yes. and things anytime. And mm. so some people dressed like in a plaid shirt carrying Dunkin' Donuts and said uh-huh. that they were Ben Affleck for Halloween. Yeah. But did any of them just look really worn out holding a cigarette? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That other one? <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a great – I should do that next year. That's like, that would be costume. a really, really good costume for you. You just stand yeah. like uh, – uh. I do. I love him with all my heart, and I'm really happy – that he's married to J-Lo. Like, I'm very on oh my God. board, and I'm very excited. And, yeah, he's he's one of the loves of my life. Yeah. How does your husband feel about this? Deeply he's- threatened? <laughs> no. <laughs> worried? <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be your childhood crush. He was like, I'm seriously yeah. worried you're going to meet him. I'm seriously worried. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't become his nanny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, don't become his nanny. Well, I have yeah. a poster of him that I've had since I was a kid that's framed. And uh-huh. my husband, tr- when we moved here, he tried to be like, oh, we can't fit it in. And, and then we we got to L.A. and um, my parents mailed it to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> opened it and he was just like, God damn it. Like, what do we do? And I was like, well, we got to hang it up. It's some, so it's yeah. in our garage, which I guess is like a fair, you know, yeah. place for it. But it's, it's hot. It's like if you walked into my garage and imagined it was like a church, it's like 
in the middle, high up, like, oh, yeah. so he's there. <laughs> like the altar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the altar of Ben Affleck. And it's it's a picture, of, it's a um, poster of him from Armageddon. <laughs> oh, my. That's that's prime. That's prime him. Oh, he looks so handsome. With the, uh, the animal crackers on Liv Tyler's belly, that still strikes me as weird. <laughs> like, nope, nope, it hasn't gotten any more... It's just weird. It's still really weird. <laughs> it's weird to think that that movie has. Is it? Does it have an Aerosmith song in it? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Does it what? have an Aerosmith? Are you kidding? So you're watching <laughs> all it like has. a <laughs> rocks and Aerosmith. Imagine being in a movie where you're in a love story, where you're like kissing a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's probably in her twenties at the time, and the and then mm-hmm. the song, the love song, is sung by your dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she didn't know it was her dad yeah, until she was older. Dad. So. Absentee dad. And also, she had a poster up of him in her room and had a crush on him because she didn't realize that was her dad. No, really? That's that the true? story. She did not know that was her dad. And she was kind of like, oh, I have this like weird feeling about him. She didn't look in the mirror and go, yeah, because that's my dad, obviously. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Weird, weird situation. But Ben Affleck. Love him. I, if yeah. Ben Affleck was in water, if Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck could be any of the characters in the movies that I've seen. Uh, like he'd be great in Bull Durham. He'd be great. Baseball he's, player. He's kind of yeah. I feel like a... he could do. He could redo every Kevin Costner movie, <laughs> and it would be like yeah, it's about the same. He would probably do yeah. it a little bit funnier. I think he could probably take on any of those roles with a bit more humor. You don't think Kevin Costner sees the humor in himself? <laughs> I think he. I think Costner's kind of funny, but he's not funny. And I think he had a stretch where he really did take himself seriously and so yeah. but, I mean, well i mean he, they're both writer directors they're yeah, they are yeah. they have they're to kind be. of they're sort of similar yeah. they're sort of, sort of similar roles um you're yeah. a uh, allison you are from uh colorado yeah from denver from yeah well just outside of boulder i'm from a small town called longmont colorado yep mm. oh outside of boulder okay yeah yeah um i say so boulder pretty. instead of denver because boulder sounds cooler but i'm also just outside of denver i don't know it's all right the they're pretty close to each other but yeah. <laughs> i do see what you're saying it's like denver is like yeah whatever it's a big city boulder is like it's vibes. got bouldering in the name yeah. of it <laughs> vibes so did you climb a lot of boulders I, ski? I sure didn't you sure didn't people ask me about skiing and i'm like no that's like a people it was a rich person sport mm-hmm. or you were devoted you either were uh-huh. one or the other and i was neither of those. you were I like climbing mountains <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. i was an indoor kid i was unfortunately i was an as a classic comedy writer as an indoor theater kid i liked dodging uh-huh. the sun as much as possible so uh-huh. even though i grew up in a beautiful mountain town i um stayed inside and watched tv <laughs> so i grew up <laughs> I guess it's not shocking because you had a bit about Ben Affleck when you were 10. Yep. That doesn't really sound like you were doing a lot of skiing. Yeah, we had a cabin growing up. And my favorite thing about the cabin was my whole family would be out like hiking and fishing. And my parents would bring a little TV and I got to pick any movie rental (gasps) I wanted. So I could sit, go all the way to the mountains to sit inside the cabin to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer the movie on a tiny TV screen. That does Loved sound it. like a like. I mean, it's that's what a vacation is. You get to do what you want, and they yeah. were open enough to let you do what you wanted. Yeah, and there's a fireplace, so I was with nature. You know, mm. I was, I was yeah. there, burning yeah, nature. There's, some, there's there's elements around. You don't have <laughs> to be looking like at a, a fireplace tree. and yeah. I was uh-huh. watching you know cool runnings, and it was like the greatest. <laughs> the Isn't greatest it weird how some of, that's some of the best like. 
TV watching I've ever done in my life is traveling somewhere else and mm-hmm. being really tired and going into a hotel and turning on a TV and you're just like, I'm so happy that Jack the Giant Slayer is on TV. <laughs> uh-huh. it's the, I've never been more happy in my life. And I'm here to whatever, to see some site in some town or whatever that I traveled all the way to. But I'm so happy that I have TV. Do you have a favorite? Destination. But yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must know. <laughs> I must like, know what what is what is the one that sticks out like a specific one that sticks out in your mind then. Well, I I, say, I mentioned Jack the Giant Slayer because I don't even I don't even know if I remember anything from the movie. I just remember checking into like a La Quinta in in one time and <laughs> and that being on, just going like this is what hotels are all about. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I remember like going on a, on a it was a rare trip as a kid that we uh, that my family went on and um, but my uncle came. And my uh-huh. uncle was like a was like kind of a hard working guy. Like he just worked all the time. And it the was the one with we went, cars. Well, yeah, he had cars. Yeah. He had a roofing business. And we went to the beach, and we were like sitting like at a place like right on the beach. Uh-huh. And he never went out onto the beach. He was so tired that like on this little this little trip he just sat in a in and we have we brought a couple we had like some movies taped off of vhs and he just sat and watched the movies that we had he, he watched like quiz show and <laughs> w- w- like whatever else uh-huh. we had and he had a great time he was having that experience of so just like i'm just sitting in a room that's not yeah. my home and just watching movie after movie and i remember just that very strongly indoor yeah. kid moment yeah, yeah, I was i was just at a, a wedding i was looking it up on my phone because i was at a wedding this past weekend and a bunch of my friends were all in the hotel, and we all had an extended conversation of best hotel TV. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's not movies, but our list was. I found it because we. I wrote it down, and we were. It was a long discussion. <laughs> yeah. um, diners, drive-ins, and dives. Number oh, one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Number yeah. two, Dateline. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Number yep. three, for some reason, repeats of The Office, but asterisks. Not Spader, not post, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Steve Crowley. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And then Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter is always on. Mm-hmm. Movies of the caliber of, uh, what is it? You were just saying James and the Giant. Giant, uh, Jack, no, the giant Slayer. Giant. You know, I, <laughs> thought, I just thought of another one. I think Ann and I, you were, you and I were in a hotel once. And uh-huh. Percy yeah, Jackson. Yeah, we used to date, but we don't currently date anyone who's confused. Yes, okay? anyone who's currently dated. Ann and I oh dated for God. a long time. We have not. We have not dated for a long time. <sighs> and that's the. And that's the. Yeah. Well, I feel like we're gonna have to do this at the beginning of every show now. No, we don't. It's not Alice complicated. Anyway, but, go on. Uh, Percy Jackson, Lightning Thief. I remember. Ooh, I remember yeah, turning. See, that's that's that, like yeah. about that, that caliber. Wasn't me. Oh no! <laughs> it was. Did you I have remember. an affair with no, Percy I remember, Jackson? I, I don't think I've been in a hotel with another woman in my life. Uh, <laughs> I'm like. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. I do have a very specific memory of that. The what is it? Uh, the the Orlando Bloom Crusade movie. What was that one called? Oh, Kingdom of Heaven. Kingdom of Heaven. I had. Because I always want to say Gates of Heaven, and it's a totally different movie. Kingdom of Heaven, I was in Spain, and I had gotten a pizza, and it, it had blue cheese on it. And I was like, I feel like I've been murdered, because you don't you don't put blue cheese on a pizza. That's absolutely disgusting. I was staying in this hotel, and I was like, I feel so awful 
must be this cheese. And that was on in Spanish. And I was like lying there. And then I realized, of course, I was sick. It was not the blue cheese. But I have a very strong (laughs) Spain blue cheese. Orlando Bloom and just being like, this movie is horrible. The Crusades were awful. Why are you making this seem good? <laughs> so that's, yeah. yeah. And I was alone. I was alone. Yeah. I, just well, I, wanted, to, I wanted to ask the origin story just to clarify. I know you said, so you guys dated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We lived and, together. And you lived yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then, but you've not been together for 10 years. Uh, almost that. Yeah, we we've not been together about as long, no longer than we were together. And you yeah. remain friends because of a love of movies. Yeah, and just a general <laughs> lack of family members. I think. <laughs> well, that's a depressing way of putting it. Uh... <laughs> no, I mean, I think that I'm not somebody who's like, oh, you know, if I have a friend, I'm I'm not cavalier with it. I don't think I, you know. Some people have they have like, oh my god, I have like all these cousins and all these friends from elementary school or whatever i don't that's not how i grew up so i think i'm i'm very precious with all of my friends i'm like oh my god you're so important to me so i think that's that's a that's a nicer way of putting it ryan okay he's like Uh, if i value someone i will figure out how to make it work uh yeah i feel the same way i i don't i don't let go of friends i don't i'm not one of these guys and i say that and, and i know people that have this i'm not a guy who has a lot of ex friends no, you know, no, like, I don't either. Like, this I just, is my person who I I used to like, but now I don't like them. Like I don't, and you don't uh, have a lot of nemeses. I don't have a lot. I don't have any. I don't have any enemies. Yeah. Um, and I don't have any. I have very. I've not had a, any any real falling outs. I've had distanced. I've had distance. But grow. Ryan, do you have any frenemies? Oh boy, I wish I had frenemies. I wish I had frenemies <laughs> with benefits. <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird category. So we could have a friend's giving. Uh. Oh, and then it would be really awkward. Oh. I want to go to I want to go to a Thanksgiving where everyone finds out that they're dating the same guy. Because I see that story. I I see the story of the people finding out they're all dating the same guy on the internet, like basically all the time. And I've mm. never encountered this in real life, except I think there was one at UCB, and I was so excited when I heard that that was a real one, mm. that that actually happens. I feel like I know who that person is. <laughs> really? I feel like I know who you're talking about. Or maybe not. Or maybe it was the second one. I just know that maybe there's it was a... an, Maybe there's more than one. It yeah. just, I don't know why. I'm just like, I know that that would feel horrible and it would hurt and everything. But there's just something so Lifetime movie about it that it, yeah. it, if it exists in real life, it's like, oh, my God, for real? Well, my friend, <laughs> uh, I had a friend named West Elm Caleb. Now, this guy was a dirty dog. <laughs> dated a lot of women. And then he got... Called out online, West Elm Caleb. What? Uh, this West is, I'm, Elm. I'm making reference to a, a Twitter thing from like a year ago that oh. no one <laughs> oh, remembers. I really don't know what you're talking about. Allison, when you were uh, when you were in high school and everything as like a self-professed theater kid and everything, did you have an active uh, social life, dating, and that kind of stuff, or were you <laughs> was a recluse? All about the work, wearing a cape. <laughs> Um, I think I I was a really outgoing, I mean, I think I was a really outgoing kid. I think that's what makes, like, I was, I was obnoxious. So I was the, like, I love theater. Like, I was, Uh like, that person, you know. Um, So I did have, like, a lovely group of friends and was, like, that person who tried to be friends with everybody. And I did have, like, a little high school boyfriend who um, was very weird. (laughs) So 
So How was he weird? He was just very over the top with me. Um, mm-hmm. And it was less about me it was, and more about him wanting to be known as, like, a really cool, fun boyfriend. So, like, he, like um, – like, he did the 12 Days of Christmas to me. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. I say to me. Like, <laughs> at you. Okay, at me. It on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like checked him out like you know like so he did like a lot and like asking me to dances was like really elaborate and like very oh did he do a promposal oh yeah like yeah (laughs) and I feel like there was there was kind of this dualism of like I was very outgoing and I I loved being the center of attention and so I think people thought that I really liked that kind of thing but like Mm -hmm. not I don't want to go on a scavenger hunt. Just uh-huh. ask me a prom. Like, you know, man, like, I don't, oh, God, now I got to drive here. And, like, and and it was just, he was very, he was very, very over the top and very, very um, affectionate in a very, um, yeah, that's, I always want to be careful because I don't want to be, like, insulting him. But, like, I, I, to me, I always think well, of, like. I mean, he was a kid, He's too, a kid. You know, and he's yeah, an adult yeah. person now who's married yeah, and has kids yeah. and is probably great. But I just remember, like, my family to this day are, like, oh, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> too and I still much. Have friend, I, have two, I still have friends to this day. Like, I have my best friend from childhood actually lives out here in L.A. as well. And he's always, like, oh, God. And I was, like, why didn't you tell me? It's, like. No one told me at the time, but once it was mm-hmm. done, everyone was like, okay, <laughs> great. I was <laughs> glad that's over with. <laughs> that's the rule, though. You cannot, like, if someone says, I don't like my boyfriend, you got to be like, they have nothing to say about that until you really break up. <laughs> and, and it's hard because he was nice. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he was, yeah. like, mean to me. So, like, it's so you can't. I, I feel like when they're mean, you can say, oh, yeah. hey, yeah, yeah. it's mean. But it wasn't mean. It was yeah. It was a, I guess I just say a lot. It was a lot. Yes. It was theater. Yeah, it was theater. It was very theater. <laughs> I think this is a common, I think about this sometimes with like girls that I, and I did, this was never successful. If you wanted to like tell a girl you liked her or show it or in some way or something, I feel like I was like the most obnoxious person in the world. You only recognize this behavior as you get older, but, but I, but I think I was really kind of terrible. I think, I think like if I had a crush on you, that was like the worst curse in the world because it it had, because it usually implied something. I would put you in some kind of awkward situation where I told you and then made you react. And now that I think about it, I'm like, God, it was, uh, it it wasn't that my, I was, I'm not like a malicious person person or anything but 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 some of the some of the situations that i put young women in as a, as a young man and is i feel really bad about now you know like yeah like but you ter- were like 14 everyone's yeah, exactly. stupid yeah 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 <laughs> when you're younger you don't you don't know if you this was last anymore. year i'd be like you should have taken the temperature of the you know the climate of society <laughs> yeah. and yeah. not backed her into a corner but <laughs> when you're yeah. 14 come on yeah so how did your I have to ask this because <laughs> you had an over-the-top boyfriend. When you married your husband, how was – because engagement stories are always so fun. But, like, how did that sort of, like – My my husband is super normal and okay. super and wonderful in that. Uh-huh. I, like, he also doesn't – he doesn't do comedy, which I always call him, like, he's oh, yeah. civilian. Oh, thank yeah, God. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's everyone said. I'm like – I mean, he is very – he always wants to be like, hey. So I always have to say – he's very funny. He is funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he but gets, he like, doesn't have to be professionally funny. No, no. And, yeah. and sometimes that's the worst is when he nails it and you're just sitting there as, like, the comedy writer being like, fuck, that was, that was really, really funny. <laughs> I, I can't be funny. 
Um, yes. Yeah, no, he did it correct. We went on a trip and I was, we also, we also were together 12 years uh, before we got married. Wow. So um, we were together so long that I didn't really think we were gonna get married because I didn't really, mm-hmm. um, besides like center of attention, like wedding sounded really fun. I didn't uh-huh. really care all that much about like, God, I, we never had, we never did ring discussions or anything like that. I kind of mm-hmm. felt like him moving to Los Angeles from small town Colorado to Los Angeles was a solid enough commitment yeah. <laughs> in our relationship. Yeah. So it was a big, big surprise. And it was just the two of us like on a pier in in, in San Francisco. Mm. And I was so thrown off because the whole day we're doing San Francisco sightseeing. So like I had drank a lot mm-hmm. and I had a bunch of sunscreen <laughs> on my face because we were outside and then we went on a tour on a boat. So my hair was all messed up. So uh-huh. I'm like, I was just like sitting like, okay, I'm going to go shower for dinner. Yeah. And then he's like, I have something to ask you. And I think I was like, here now? What? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Yeah. And then he's yeah. like, can we get a picture? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pretend it happened some, when I my face looks better. Let's get back to the hotel room. Let me shower. Let me curl my hair. And then and then we'll do it. But I just remember sitting there being like, but I look so dare. Like, it was so about, like, right now? Um, but it was very, very sweet and a really, really fun surprise. And um, I just couldn't believe we made it through, like, a whole day. Where, and he was so calm about it. He was like, yeah, you know, I, I, like we had a whole day where he had that ring on him while we were like going all around. So like that was pretty, it was very, it was really great. It was, but I love that he knew like, please don't do like a, you know, sports arena. Yes. Please don't mm-hmm. do like a Like fucking, a kiss cam yeah, uh, or like, proposal. <laughs> I don't need a bunch of my, I don't need my parents dancing to Bruno Mars. Like I don't need, yeah. I don't need any of that. <laughs> yeah. um, please don't do that. And I think sometimes people think because I'm outgoing and because I I like, you know, performing that that is something like Mm -hmm. I like. And because it's similar to like, I don't really like karaoke, which blows people's mind. They're like, you, you don't like karaoke. And I'm like, it's too Uh much pressure. Like, I don't like any of that. So (laughs) I felt like he was someone who really knew me to know to like catch me off guard after I've had the. It was those uh, coffee drinks that they make in uh, – we were doing such touristy stuff. The coffee drinks with the alcohol in them. I don't know what you call them. The fancy oh. coffees. Uh, Irish yeah. coffees. Like Irish, Irish coffees. coffees. Yeah, with and the Ghirardelli chocolate. Yes. And so <laughs> yes. that's where we were. And so I had one, and then I was like, oh, let's have one more. You know, let's have one. So I had like three in me. So I'm like jittery <laughs> and kind of drunk. And then we went on a boat, and I was like, woo, boats. And then like – and then he proposed to me. So like I think him catching me so off guard and feeling <laughs> so like, okay, uh, was actually – Quite perfect. Quite perfect. It was great. Maybe that yeah. was his plan. He was like, yeah. "I gotta get, I gotta get you like, like high and buzzed and on a, <laughs> on off balance on a boat, and you'll say yes." Well, I just don't know why he didn't say. I, I've talked. I was, I was like, "Well, why didn't after one we go? No, let's go do other stuff." Instead, you were like, "Okay, mm-hmm. like sure." Um, <laughs> It's like, because I want you to be you, make your own choices. And you are a fucking lush, so let's be real. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm marrying. I'm into it. (laughs) Well, speaking of on a boat, uh, you On a boat going, woo! Yes, there's a lot of that. Uh, Waterworld, 1995, a notoriously over-budget movie. $172 million. Partially because the set was destroyed in a hurricane and then rebuilt at Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
No, it wasn't, but that's yeah. where I saw it. <laughs> Worth every penny. Great Worth set. Real every rusty. Penny. <laughs> you know, you've seen, Allison, you must have seen the Waterworld stunt spectacular. Yes. Okay. okay. So right. that was mm-hmm. also why I was so surprised that my husband didn't want to watch it with me is my only context of the movie. Mm-hmm. is the Waterworld stunt show at Universal. Uh-huh. And it is really, I don't care who you are, that is a great show. It, it is, is. It is so, has no reason to be as good as it is. So the first mm-hmm. time I saw that, I was like, how could this be so great? And then water, how could the movie be that bad? And so mm-hmm. I, now I know that that is true. <laughs> Well, it's but, because the main expense of the movie was these sets. And so they were like, well, let's just build the set and have... I, I thought that there was something in this movie that I that I was surprised by. is like, how come uh, steampunk pirate never took off as a thing? Because that's kind of what these are. Like, mm-hmm. like steampunk land people, I feel like I see. But steampunk pirate... Stuff. You got to go on a boat. <laughs> you got to yeah. go. I'm sure they have conventions on boats. <laughs> well, I don't, I'm, know. I, don't, I don't get the emails from the steampunks. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm positive they exist. I'm positive someone listening to this right now just sat up being like, what? what, what? And they were like, oh my God. They have their like eye patch made yeah. out of coils. Like, what are you talking about? This is such a genre. Yeah. 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 I, they're striped pants. They, uh, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting, I would say the money is not on the screen with no. this movie. Well, ex- with the exception yeah. of there's like one or two sequences. There's a, a big sequence kind of near the beginning of the movie. Where oh, where I'm he like, pees in it, where he pees and it filters Well, along. that's the first thing. <laughs> well, starting really at the beginning. That's the only part of this movie I remembered. I realized watching it, I yeah. was like, Oh my God, that's at the first scene of the movie. That's all I remember from this movie. <laughs> well, you know what I didn't remember? I remember that he drinks his own pee, but the shot sure. filtered. Is, it's filtered. It's like, filtered. I want to clarify. It's not gross. They all thought of everything with this movie. They thought he, of everything. Yeah. They were like, he's a genius. He's a fish. He has <laughs> limes. So even fish people need limes so they don't get scurvy. And also, don't fish drink their own pee? They do. So why does he need to filter it? So many questions. Yeah. Well, he's not fully fish. He's just yeah. He is half fish, half human. Like, does Ariel drink her pee? I hope so. I hope they do it in the new one. (laughs) We'll find out. Or I'm protesting. That would explain some of her decisions about men. She was drinking (laughs) pee all the time. (laughs) Like you gave up your voice for this dude. (laughs) Ugh. I'm I'm a hard no on showing Ariel to my child because I will show her Waterworld before I'll show her that damn terrible. As you should. I mean, I, I will start with this with Waterworld because I was anticipating like my husband won't even watch it with me. I'm not <laughs> loving this marathon of Kevin uh, of Kevin Costner movies. Uh-huh. Um, so I think because I went in with such a low bar. Uh huh. Um, I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> like, I actually, I actually had a fun time, and I feel like it feels like a 1995 action movie. It and does. I think, it, like, yeah. it just—it's mm-hmm. so of the time. I love that it was expensive and stupid. I love Dennis Hopper. The bad guy of Dennis Hopper is so good. Like, good yeah. in terms of like, hey, do you want to see what an action movie was like in the mid '90s? This yeah. is that movie, and I think people put it off to the side because we—that was such a time period of like Nicolas Cage movies, and like, I just love that genre. But to me, I'm like, yeah, it's this mm-hmm. and unnecessarily expensive and 
full of water. <laughs> and yeah. like, that's what made it so expensive. Water is so expensive. And I just kept watching it being like, this is ridiculous. So I actually, I'm aware it's a bad movie, but I I did have a lot of fun. And I'm someone that isn't great at like hate watching something, but I really mm-hmm. did have a lot of fun watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm alone in my house with my cats. Like, this is great. Why yeah. is no one watching this with me? Yeah, it does. It does have, I think it does that scene towards the very end where there's an explosion and they're being raised on a rope into a hot air balloon and it's obviously a green screen and the explosions behind them. And I was like, that's a nineties action movie. That particular frame is so, it just doesn't look like that anymore. Those explosions, they actually look real. And now that little edge <laughs> that's around him. Yeah. Like, the, like you can see blue screen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause of his hair. It's like, Oh man, that is a genre unto itself. I think I think that this perspective that Waterworld is not bad is what is kind of what most people who see this movie walk away from saying. I yeah. feel like it is not it is not that bad. It is classically not a bad. I saw it when it came out and I remember going, it was pretty good. <laughs> like, well, yeah. not significantly worse. I think it's how I, I think would it's, put it. No, yeah. <laughs> Not significantly worse than other movies like this, where it's like you have an anti-hero who, like, you know, likes a kid and is nice to a kid. It's like, oh, you have the very, you have like the the bare minimum structure to this story of like he d- he's a loner, but he's gonna take care of a kid. It's like Shane. It's just Shane with water and guilt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just yeah, I love that it checks all the boxes. Of like um, character actor, I was trying to look up who it is, but like character actor who's the balloon guy. Mm-hmm. So you always oh, have yes. like a funny character actor. Michael you have Jeter. A, oh, thank you, because he's mm. I, I know him from Sesame Street. Uh huh. He's oh. the guy, like the <laughs> yeah. little fun guy, in the, and he's also in Sister Act too. And so it's like a fun little character oh. actor. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then you have cute kid. You have hot woman who is. Um, what I call a sexy lamp in movies where it's like mm-hmm. you're just there to be a sexy lamp. Um, you have a villain who, like, is a villain for villains. Like, I love the zero motivation as to why. Like, I just, every... It's just, yeah. I love the... I, I feel like it covers... It's kind of like how the movie Scream covers all of the horror tropes really well. I feel like this movie covers, like, action, mm-hmm. 90s action tropes really, really mm-hmm. well. If you want to, if you want to learn how to write an action movie, you should watch Waterworld. <laughs> yeah, but then don't do that because that doesn't work. <laughs> but there's also, I think, in there, there's like this, like this very faint kind of like limp attempt at comedy about environmentalism a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I mean, this isn't. I mean, I guess this is popular right now, like Earth Day or whatever. But it's not like really super important. And now we're like, no, the world was on fire. We missed, we missed, we missed the opportunity to save it. But yeah, you could see it's like the the Exxon Valdez kind of stuff. The guy who piloted the boat is their their saint, apparently. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Joseph Hazelwood. It's so weird that it's in there. Just like, yeah. why would he be a hero? Do you not know the story? It felt like a dated reference, even when it. I remember seeing it when it came out, and the Exxon Valdez had had uh, that disaster had happened in I think nineteen eighty nine. And so it, uh-huh. it was already a six-year-old reference at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's a... It was like a Leno joke. <laughs> yeah, yes, it was. 
<laughs> Leno did punch up. Hey, what if the what if the saint? What if the the uh, and then the, the boat? Guy who and you see the name dead. of the Don't boat? The one. Yeah. I, I think I get what you're saying here is that it felt like a relic of an era of hope, almost. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like we don't have to really think about this. Well, if the polar ice caps melted, one benefit is that humans will evolve to being fish humans, right? Mm. And all the people who aren't white will die. I guess that's another thing <laughs> that's that true. happens. It's not a very diverse <laughs> cast, is it? No, it's it's. There's why are all the women dead? Also, it's only guys, and it's only white guys. They didn't go into the logic of this. That's like, oh, we're we're inbreeding. They at the beginning of the movie, he's offered this woman. They're like, yeah, we're mm-hmm. on this atoll, and we just don't have enough virile. Men who aren't related to her, can you just yeah. impregnate her, please? And I'm like, and why would it. you He's even a... do that? You don't have any resources. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, yeah, why do you want to even keep breeding? I guess is the question. Right. But you and know, he's not into it. He doesn't have sex this whole movie. He's he's Volcel. Uh, we all know the Mariner is Volcel. Um, huh? I do not. What are that's, we talking? That's in, that? that's like incel, except you're voluntary. Oh, oh, I'm Volcel. sorry. I do. I don't. I don't. Oh my god! Oh my god! You're not Wait. aware of the Volcel community? No, I'm not, because all of this is terrifying to me. So, uh, those are people who don't have sex with women voluntarily, and they're not angry, and they're or not they are. <laughs> right? the Volcel, are they <laughs> well, Volcel is a little bit since it's um since it's no nut November. <laughs> oh my god! I thought it was the mustache month. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I oh will say God. this is now the third. And sorry to bring in all of the Kevin Costner universe into this. But no, I'm no, going, we it's need gonna it. happen. Yeah, this is the third movie of Kevin Costner where women throw their self- oh. themselves at oh, him, no. and he goes, "No." <laughs> yeah. And so I feel like there's something. Yeah. Again, yeah. why men love Kevin Costner is I think he is this, especially at that time, this like. um aspirational person where it's like, Mm -hmm. do you know how, like, how much power you have when, like, the most beautiful, and it's not just, like, Mm -hmm. it's not just, like, women. It's, like, the most beautiful women Mm -hmm. you have ever seen. Like, um, Mm -hmm. uh, Janine Triplehorn is is peak, oh, my God. And she's, like, and he's, like, no. And then it happens again in Bull Durham where it's, Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the one that mm-hmm. was when I was like, I'm over it, is fucking the bodyguard, mm-hmm. Whitney Houston. And it's not even Whitney Houston, but she's the pop star. And she's mm-hmm. throwing herself at the bodyguard. And he's like, no. And it's like, wh- what is, oh. why? And so I feel like there's something, I don't know what it is. I want to get really analytical about it. But there is something being projected of like men who are so sexy that they turn down women who in my opinion are way out of your league anyway (laughs) i think that that's part of the appeal though to women too is that he's like no i i i think the power thing is is part of it he's very powerful and it's like he has the awareness that he's powerful because in this movie he's like i didn't want to have sex with you because you didn't want to have sex with me when later they they're like making out he's like yeah but earlier i didn't want to because you were just offering yourself and i think that that's what he does in these stories he's like whoa 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 you're just you're just needing me in like i'm (laughs) let me mansplain this to you lady (laughs) 
You are trying to have sex with me because you think you owe me something or because I seem like a safe place. But I want to have sex with you when it's like a real thing where you have the confidence and we're going to be mutually ready to do it. Mm-hmm. Wow, I think it's that's... a power dynamic thing where he's like, no, not until you're a full woman. I, I like that right. so much more than my interpretation, which my interpretation was, you are so disgusting. I'm Kevin Costner, and I will not sleep with you, disgusting, beautiful woman. But I think you are probably correct Is the if there's an, uh, I don't know, godly, what's the word I'm looking for? Altruistic. Yeah, like, he's like, oh. I'm the only non-rapist in the world. I think <laughs> I'm the only guy in the whole world who's not a rapist. And uh, she's like, but... But, 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 but what? He's like, trust me. This is the thing. This is the thing. And then he le- and then the the whole movie is just him like he doesn't hurt the kid and he doesn't rape the woman. And we're like, Yay! Bare minimum. You did the bare like, minimum. This guy's a hero. Man, what a hero. Uh, yay! Yay! The Mariner's our boy. The the rhyme of the ancient mariner who doesn't rape women. Is the amazing color? Well, I never made poem. the connection. I just watched Bull Durham this uh, a few months ago for the first time and didn't make that connection. That yeah, he's kind of, Kevin Costner really turns down women a lot. Yeah, in, he does in the old yeah. movies. Oh yeah, yeah when he knows still. it's for the wrong reasons, he's like, nah, pass. Come back mm-hmm. to me when you're right in your head. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I think we cracked a little, a little Costner. I think yeah, he probably doesn't in because you didn't see Dances with Wolves, which is. A little, a little strange because that's kind of like the big one. I saw Dances with Wolves when I was a child. Okay, okay. I don't remember what happens to it, but I thought I'm not. We're not supposed to watch it anymore. Is that not right? And like, it's like it's not. Oh, good, it's problematic now. It's problematic. Is that not oh, true? Because it's a white savior. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's why I left <laughs> it off my list. White woman playing a Native American woman. Right? Oh. Isn't good, but isn't mm-hmm. she? She is a white woman who was like taken in by the natives. And I don't remember. I well, yeah, it's just yeah, the, she the, is. Yeah, yeah. That we yeah. are only really comfortable with seeing white people uh, doing it under uh, buffalo skin. But I will throw I think, it in there. Man, Kevin Costner's in a lot of movies. Um, I will. He throw had a it in great there. run. He had a great. He had, he had a good run. I I liked Costner and in the era of Field of Dreams. Well, he's the Hatfield and McCoys now, which is like well, one of Yellowstone, the, which is like the biggest. Yellowstone show in is the world. that what it was? It's well, the biggest show for my parents. And uh-huh. everyone else's parents to be watching. Do they watch Yellow? Have you heard? Yeah, like, it was oh, like Yellowstone's the good. biggest ratings for any cable show ever or something. Something like that. I feel like it's every parent's favorite show. That's that's my yeah. sense on it. Because <laughs> they can't watch White Collar and Burn Notice. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not on anymore. I think, no, all the stuff is like, like people say, oh, do you, have you seen um Whatever the bear, blah 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 blah. blah. Oh, I'm sure all these shows are good. The only show any human being cares about is Yellowstone. I think that's the <laughs> one that is the, that's the mm-hmm. one that you can get the job on the coolest show. And it's like, uh, yeah, we don't know what that is, but Yellowstone, mm-hmm. we see Yellowstone. Yeah. Um, Hatfields and McCoys, by the way, I watched actually not long ago, and that is the same director as this, uh, Costner yes, and Kevin and I guess Reynolds. They had a they had a big beef, which was resolved. In the uh, intervening years. Uh, hey, no you way. know what? They came together and they... Way to they, go, Kevin. Yeah, they resolved Kevin's, their conflicts. <laughs> Kevin, you know like, what? also you know did what? Robin Hood. Oh, okay. Sorry, I have all the IMDb stuff. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Sometimes two Kevins, <laughs> Kevins are buttonheads and then they Kevins got to make up. Two Kevins make a right. That's a thing <laughs> we say. <laughs> I think uh, that Kevin Costner has not 
at least publicly gone super right wing is kind of nice. I don't Mike, know if he is super right wing. I don't know. I he, mean, I don't know. Yeah. But he's the kind of actor who probably could retain a lot of his fan base if he was that way. And I'm relieved that I don't have to now be like, no more Kevin Costner movies. Mm-hmm. My only Kevin Costner story that I kind of have is I because I feel that I need to do a shout out to I have a friend of mine who's a clown. Um, uh huh. Uh huh. Of course, you um, always want to mention your clown friend. Yeah, well, because I love him with all my heart, and we're I'm developing stuff. I want to make a TV show with him. Um, his name is Puddles, and uh-huh. he he's on a show. He was on like America's Got Talent. Puddles Pity Party is his um thing. I think and I might have seen him before. Yes, he's incredible. Yeah. You should look him up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, look him up. He is a singer. He's a he's like this melancholy. He's a six foot five or six foot seven melancholy like clown, and he has this amazing voice. And he does covers like these really melancholy covers. And mm-hmm. my quick story of how I got to know him is his cover of all the small things was my first wedding dance with my husband. Mm-hmm. And I then had some meetings, and I told someone that, and I met him, and we developed a show together. And I have not met Puddle. Puddles doesn't talk. So I've met what is, I call his caretaker is a man named Mike, um, uh-huh. and his and and Mike is one of the most interesting. Obviously, if you make a living being this amazing clown who's this amazing singer, all this to say, one of Puddle's shticks when he performs is that he's clearly Kevin Costner's number one fan. So uh-huh. when he's on stage, like before he starts singing, he like comes in reading a magazine with Kevin Costner on the cover, and he when he sings uh, some of his music, he has clips of Kevin Costner. Um, projected behind him as if he's like serenading Kevin Costner. And so all of us got around and Kevin Costner heard about it and like came to his show. And like, I know um, he's very nervous. Puddles, uh, Mike was very nervous about like meeting him. Which one was nervous? Both of them were nervous? Sorry, Puddles was nervous. (laughs) I've never, like I said, I've actually never met Puddles. I have met Mike. Um, And I was just like, oh, God, oh, God, what was it like meeting him? What was it like meeting him? And apparently he was just wonderful. And he just like, he like, Mm -hmm. he really, I don't know if he got the joke. I don't, because it's not like making fun of Kevin Costner. It's this clown that's a big fan of Kevin Costner. Um, And he just said he sat backstage and wanted to talk about the process of becoming this character. And Uh they like talked acting for a very long time. So I (gasps) think he's actually like a really interesting, like, and then like, like introvert, like not introverted, but like really likes thinking of like the preparation and the behind this. I think he's that kind of interesting guy. And then he sent Puddles like his music that he does, because he does music too. And like, we'll send him cuts of songs. Anyway, uh, so that's, so when I think of, I think I'm hoping that Kevin Costner is really cool because Puddles is very cool. Mike is very cool. And I think Mike was very like, oh my gosh, he was actually the greatest. And I just thought that was a great my long-winded story of that's anyway, great. watch Puddles Pity Party no, and amazing. Kevin Costner is great. Yeah, so that's the only like kind of firsthand story I know about Kevin Costner. I mean, that I feel like that is kind of what Waterworld feels like. Is it? It's maybe it's a there's some ridiculousness, but it comes from sincerity. Uh, yes, he feels utterly sincere in this movie. <laughs> it's like, yes, oh, yeah. I don't know if you're right, but you you really meant this. And it's kind of, it's like oh it's a little it's a little bit stupid but you meant it so I can't really hate on it that hard because it's so it's so sincere 
Mm-hmm. It's also like a batting average to use a baseball analogy like he like he has <laughs> like his batting average for when he connects to an audience is yeah. pretty high. And occasionally right. you have these postman type movies or this movie. This movie actually isn't a box office failure. It was an international internationally it went went on to make its money back. Yeah. So even this film with the global warming theme and everything does connect to things that people are Thinking about, I actually had this. I've I've met a uh, uh, Costner's son. Oh, cool! Uh, I was on a shoot where, where he uh, worked worked as a uh, sound mixer. His son is a very down to earth, super cool guy named Joe Costner, who uh, who works as a uh, he's a talented musician and a sound mixer. Mm-hmm. He's extremely the most normal, cool guy I've mm-hmm. met, uh, even on a set by set standards. It's like this. He was a very nice, cool guy. But I I was talking about this with a friend, like within earshot. About like how Costner like has this sense of what America likes, and then I saw Joe Costner, and I was like, oh, uh, 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 I suddenly stopped. <laughs> I was complimenting him in a way. People criticize him or whatever, but he does have a. I think he has that sense of like otherwise the Yellowstones and stuff like that wouldn't happen. You don't accidentally do like twenty things in your career that people go crazy for. It's you have to understand people. Yeah. 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 I think that's I think that's really true because all the other stuff I have a hard time understanding. Like <laughs> there's just like he yeah. has a way of delivering lines that like but maybe it's that's why I call it a bag of trick. It's like it's one of those things where it's like I can't do it. I can't mm-hmm. um cuz I'm fancy myself an actor still. So, um but like <laughs> he'll just say things like I got to go. <laughs> and <laughs> and it's like how is it that like he He's not emoting, but yet emoting. Like, I, I don't yeah. know how he, he has, like, a very specific way that he does things, and he does it consistently all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like he has to really be that person. You just, I think I think it's just – I think it's the same thing. <laughs> not that they're the same, but Keanu Reeves has the same kind of yeah. thing where yeah. it's like, everyone says you're bad, but it, this is so sincere. This is what you're like. Like, you're kind of, like, a little awkward, and you talk a little weird. You seem actually like a really decent person who has an amazing sense of what people actually want to go see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you just keep nailing it. And it's like, yeah. Who was it that just this was just like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger are dead, but Keanu Reeves is alive. Who oh, was this it? Is it was Matthew the, Perry's biography. Matthew oh, Perry just Matthew came Perry. out with a book. It's in his book too. And I was like, uh, that's not cool. Careful, buddy. He doesn't deserve to die. Just yeah. he's not careful, Chandler. <laughs> yeah. Chandler, could you be yeah. more awkward? But um. I think those. I think also those people. Maybe they, it's like maybe being sort of like yourself in movies. It gives you a chance to be an actually content human being, where like the best actors in the world are just like such a mess. Like Dennis Hopper was such a mess, mm-hmm. and. So committed and so nuts, but it's like maybe being a one trick guy is yeah, a better I think, life. <laughs> I think what I mean, I stole this from a, a colleague of mine named Andy Schwartz, and I feel like I always assume people are going to hear everything I do, so I won't. Uh-huh. But like, Andy, I do, yeah. Andy, shout out to Andy. Uh, bag, like a, uh, a bag of trick. Mm-hmm. I feel like my, I always say, like, they have a bag of trick, and then, but it's a great trick. Yes. It's a yes. great trick. And so yeah. I always like using that of like having a bag of trick isn't necessarily – I think there's kind of two types of actors out there. I think there's the bag of trick and then there's like the chameleons, right? There's the mm-hmm. people who are mm-hmm. unrecognizable and there's the debate on which one is better. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't, I think if you're really good at your thing that you're doing and you're a movie star, like I think movie stars have a, have a talent to them that like other people, like, it's like, you would love that bag of trick. Mm -hmm. You would love to be able to do that. And you can't, you know? So I think, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm contradicting myself. Yeah. But you're not that guy. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe there's a frustration with, like, why? I'm such a good actor. Like, I I, I, I nailed everything. I went to all the places. But that yeah. guy's doing better than me. It's because you're not that guy. There's nothing you can learn. There's no college <laughs> yeah. you can go to. You just have to be Kevin Costner. Yeah. Sorry. I'm a good actor, but no one <laughs> likes to look at my face. It's like... <laughs> No one likes my face or personality, (laughs) so, well. (laughs) And I think nothing, yeah, showcases that more than Waterworld because what a ridiculous – he also has long hair in the movie. Like, everything, it doesn't work without. He does give them haircuts, but he doesn't give himself a haircut. He doesn't – yeah, Mariner doesn't Punishment haircuts. That's a very very specific thing. (laughs) uh, I think that Costner is like – the rap on him for years was that he was like a Gary Cooper esque actor, and that he's kind of a, I think a, kind of yeah kind of muted, you know. And like the only thing I would say is that I think a Keanu would be a better choice for this kind of movie because you could you would believe him as a fish man, and there's <laughs> and there's something about Costner's very American skin, his very kind of normal American persona that you go oh, his, like his you, wrinkly. Sunburned face. Yeah, that did you just has? go? I don't believe that. I don't believe that's a fish man. Where if it's like if it was Jeff Goldblum or something, you'd be like, "Ooh, that's a yeah, fi- totally. That's, that's a, a total man. fish man." Yeah, it's it's see my saddest <laughs> thing with watching this movie is I what I would propose is Waterworld two, where clearly we would be going underwater and seeing his next adventure because he like yeah. leaves them in the end. They were trying yeah. to set up for a sequel. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. it feels like it. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, if Waterworld 2, Keanu's like king of the fish people. Like, if yeah. I would love to see Keanu Reeves and Kevin Costner in Waterworld 2 together in 1997, <laughs> would have been pretty incredible. They're in yes. like a little, yeah. uh, they're, uh, they're under the sea. Ariel's there, but she doesn't have legs. <laughs> and <laughs> they're just, they're like, we have to go on an adventure because who's another character actor that's not Dennis Hopper who would have been at the time available? Like um, Willem Dafoe, I'm, yeah, I'm probably using speed will, villains yeah. as the yeah, as the, right yeah, just go through all the speed villains, yeah. <laughs> Steve, Bush, Steve Buscemi, maybe yeah. Steve Buscemi. He doesn't seem yeah. that villainous, but he does seem like he could be aquatic. He could be underwater. He could be an underwater villain, <laughs> hands down for sure. I read some list of like yeah. almost actors that were almost in this movie, and it was like I think they asked Jack Nicholson. I think Samuel mm-hmm. L. Jackson was almost the was almost the villain. And did Die Hard instead? Uh, I mean, there was a pretty long list of of who could have wow. played the Deacon. But they couldn't um, cast Samuel L. Jackson because he would die at the end, not in the middle or beginning of the movie. Which is what you need. Because that's successful... the rules of the '90s movies: is the black guy dies very early in the movie, so he could yeah. be yeah. at the end of the movie, killed by three jet skis crashing into each other. So that's good. a pretty good ending to a movie, honestly. Also, the jet skis also were; they would hide underwater in the jet skis, mm-hmm. which I was really. Um, Can you do that? Is that how jet skis think, work? I don't know. <laughs> Has any have any of us been on a jet ski? Are we culturally not jet ski people? I have been on a jet ski, and I am also not a jet ski person. <laughs> At the same time, I've been but on you didn't exactly go underwater? once. I didn't hide underwater. I didn't know how they did that. I actually, there is one thing I wanted to bring up in this podcast. 
because this is mama needs because it's about moms. No, really. like, just because well, I like, am one. But being a mom, yeah. Something that drove me crazy in this movie was that you have this uh, woman, you have Janine Triplehorn's character, mm-hmm. and there's a little girl, but she's not the mother mm-hmm. to this little girl. And I feel like that was a decision that really bothered me. Like, what? Why? Why right. couldn't she just be the mother? And I think it's because it's like, well, she has to be a sex symbol. Like, it's right. kind of like how Barbie doesn't have any children. She only has little sisters. But it's mm-hmm. like, what is this age gap between Kelly, the little baby Barbie, and Barbie? Like, what parent is having, like, a 25-year age? But it's because you can't have Barbie be a mom. Like, mm. I thought there right. was just a slight against moms in this movie because I didn't think there was any need <laughs> yeah. to add these extra steps where she's like, it's actually not my daughter, but I care for her like a daughter. And yeah. Unless it's like she's supposed to be this magical – I know she's a magical kid or something and was born with a tattoo or something. So maybe she was immaculately con- – like just came to be. But like I, I felt – she magic? I don't know. I thought she, she was a just tattoo. a child who'd been tattooed by her parents who then uh, died? Di- died. But how does she get separated from them? And why didn't anyone just write down the tattoo? Why did they act like <laughs> they needed her? She's not like a – like one of those uh, staples buttons, you know, the easy button. <laughs> yeah, like it's not like you go there when you have the kid. So <laughs> I think I do think that I mean, single mom is a category that is okay in theory, but it was like, oh no! But then I'd have to deal with this kid all the time. It's not. It's like it's better when the kid is separable. From the lady. Better when you and, can dump the fucking kid. Yeah, you're just like, well, go back to your real parents who were dead. Oops, I guess now you're the mom. I think, yeah, I do think there's something less sexy about a lady who has a kid who's like, yeah, but I love this kid. Like, duh, of course you do. It's much more exciting when it's like, <laughs> I love it. I love this kid. Not my biological child. Uh, Somehow this is possible. <laughs> yeah, so you think it, it makes it more exciting? It's not a disrespect to possibly writing a single mom? Well, I think single moms are yuck. I think, <laughs> I think single moms are yuck. I mean, I say this as a single mom. I think it's, it's it, you you come with a, with a thing that is like, I have a seriously, no matter how much I love you, I'm always going to love this person more. <laughs> it's like barf. And I think in this, it's like, maybe I'll love you more because it's not really my kin. That's why. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think it leaves the door open for her to be like, I love you the most. And the kid is great, but that's not really my kid. <laughs> the Mariner, Maybe, I don't know. He, he's very uh, critical of this kid. He's always saying like, you talk too much kid. And she doesn't yeah, talk. Gets... She barely talks in the movie. <laughs> but he doesn't like talking. And he does this thing in the movie, which is so hilarious. She finds a box of crayons uh, in the hold and then she's like excited and she starts coloring on his boat and he, he rubs it off. He's like, don't play with don't play with my things. He doesn't say crayons, but it, that is the most child thing to do to be like, you play with my toys. I don't know. Like the fear of toys being played with. I, I laughed out loud at that part because I was like, <laughs> this mariner did not grow up with siblings. He's definitely an only fish child <laughs> because this yeah. is a ridiculous way to behave. And also sort of poignant that he doesn't understand that crayons are for children because that's the world that you live in. Is, yeah. This is a box of crayons from a, 
a drowned school of children that he's now like, I don't know what this is. It's just colors. Very sad. Very sad. Yeah. Sorry, I made it real sad. But everyone on earth is dead ex- except for some white people. Did you know, uh, by the way, that uh, – Is this going to happen? Is that what you want to tell us? It, it, it can't happen. <laughs> Even if the um, polar ice caps were to completely melt, uh-huh. we would get maybe a few hundred – feet of sea level rise, which is would be devastating to the coastal communities, but places like Colorado, like the heart of, you know, like these, these, they oh, would be completely community. Untouched. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. but only, yeah, but, but like we, there's no well, way we're going to have a water world. We're not we, having a water world. In America, because there are low lying parts in, uh, poorer countries that would be complete, like the whole country would be gone. I'm, yeah, we would lose. We would probably lose entire land masses, but there's not going to be 200 feet worth of worth of water raising. There right. would still be quite a bit of land. Uh, well, Ryan, yeah. first of all, how uh-huh. dare you insinuate that water world is not historically accurate? How well, definitely dare not historically you? Accurate. Um, no, and they call it water world, which is yeah. so funny. Second of all, they do spoiler alert. You know, they find land in the end. That was what the tattoo was for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that land could be Colorado. It probably is. Just I mean, throwing it out it could there. Be. It's well, supposed to. Colorado the- doesn't have a huge ledge on it, but like I'm just like just yes. saying. And also, we don't know. There's so much we don't. So if 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 this happened in the water levels, I'm going to be a water world defender right now. Okay. Yeah. The water levels rise, mm-hmm. <laughs> and these people are out on these boats. Like they don't have much gas. They don't have much. You know. So it might be a really small area. That they are covering because if we lost that kind of transportation and you have to, like, use your hands to pedal a boat, you probably don't get very far. So it might be a small, like, two-mile radius that these lands are (laughs) existing in. (laughs) They're just like, we're right around the corner from Hawaii, but we just don't know. They just don't see it. You can't go very fast. That's true. Except for the old guy. They have no idea where they are. But the old guy does, and he has a hot air balloon, and I'm like... Okay, so the hero of this movie is the old character actor who has who understands maps, who can use the stars to navigate, mm-hmm. I guess. And no one else knows this stuff. Like, how does no one else know? Um, I have a, a bombshell for you. Oh. <gasps> which is that I, there is a long cut of this movie. What? Uh, which oh, I watched. Oh, the Ulysses cut. Yes, the Ulysses yes. cut. So there's an hour. No. There's a, a version that has 40 extra minutes, which I no. actually, we had a little bit of time to do this. So I watched Waterworld and I kind of had the other one on like in the background. I can't tell you much of what happens in the longer cut. Not much of consequence happens. But there is one addition at the end, which is which is crazy, which is when they're on the island, the very last shot when she's on that um, cliff, uh-huh. they uncover a plaque that reads here uh, here in whatever whatever Edmund Hillary scaled this mountain yes and it it is they are on Mount Everest yes <laughs> yes that's amazing that is amazing <laughs> i don't know why they didn't keep that in cuz in the that description of the movie it says that they end up on mount everest so in the in the the breakdown of the movie, that's a like thing. the Wikipedia, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. but they don't like we don't know. We are left to assume that it's one of those mountains, maybe, but we don't know. And I think it would be. I mean, if you're gonna do the 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 Exxon, then why not do 
Maybe they thought it was too silly or something, but it was a, that's a, yeah, that's, that's Waterworld canon. You know where that really is though? I love that so much. It's really uh, the big island in Hawaii. (laughs) Is that where they really filmed it? That's where they really filmed it. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I wonder how many people went there just because they were like, hey, that looks cool. Let's go there. (laughs) To like, um, to film? No, just to go on vacation. Oh. Because <laughs> it's so pretty. It's like... I think people what a- know the big island of Hawaii from <laughs> things other no, than Waterworld. I mean, <laughs> was there a slight increase in people going just because they were like, dang, this is where they filmed Waterworld. I'm yeah. sure on the helicopter tours that you can do there, they'll yeah. they point it They're out. like, this is where Waterworld filmed. Also, go to Universal Studios and watch the real Waterworld. I'm, I'm still, sorry, I'm still hung up on the Mount Everest thing because <laughs> it's so good because it's like... It's so on the nose. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> it's so sincere. It's it's so yes. like the only mountain to survive <laughs> is the one that we all know. <laughs> it's the biggest mountain. Like there's other famous mountains, but like they yeah, had it's like famous. there's this great, but you guys should do this on your podcast. Uh, the I think it's called like the Boy Next Door, which is like this uh, suspense thriller with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, oh yes, so she hooks up with the neighbor kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so in it, she's like a she's an English teacher, and he's like a student, and um, he gives her a first edition of the Iliad. <laughs> I, remember. <laughs> I remember reading about that. That is so funny. And to me, it's again the like lowest bearing. Like, what's a famous book that you read in high school? Is the Iliad? That would be the gift. So to me, this follows yeah. that same logic of like. What's the mountain that they find yes. in Waterworld? Yes. It is clearly <laughs> Mount Everest. <laughs> like it just, I. Yeah. It, that's. I wish that was in the original movie. I'm not gonna watch because I'm looking. It's also two hours and fifty seven minutes. So there's a forty additional minutes. So it's three hours and forty minutes. Is the I'm not gonna watch that. But they should have kept much. the. They should have kept the mount. Mount oh. Everest. It would have been so there. easy to add to add that little little addendum. Well, it's like in Terminator Two, uh, the original ending. Uh, she says it. Well, Judgment Day didn't happen. It was just Michael Jackson's birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which they should. They they really should have kept that just one. Should have kept it. Yeah, they should have kept they it. They should have just had a plaque when they pull back. It is like <laughs> this is Mount Everest. It's Michael Jackson's birthday. <laughs> I love I love a good plaque that like. Well, there's all I know. I, I could go on on other like on the nose things, but it would ruin yeah. a lot of movies. You guys, there's so many movies you guys should watch. I had a recent on the it. nose thing, which is I saw that movie Tar. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. And uh, Tar is uh, well, oh, by, even, directed not, by the inventor of Big Chew. <laughs> yes, directed by Todd <laughs> Field, who invented Big League Chew. Did he really? He did. He was a ball boy. Wow. And he co-invented Big Chew. Ryan just told me this, so I I when he was like 17. Yeah. Yeah insane uh so yes uh big league shoe uh co-inventor todd field's movie tar but there's a there's a moment this the whole movie's like very dense dialogue about classical music and then there's this part where one of tar's students doesn't like bach refuses to like bach sure Mm -hmm. and and she says no but listen i'm gonna play you some bach and she plays bach and it's like track one Just uh-huh. one box of Bach's greatest own. hits, and I'm like, yeah. that. W- that's to me is like, a, even though that movie's like dressed up as very sophisticated, I'm like, you're doing just kind of the obvious. Tar's also an egot in that movie, which struck me as as a little bit obvious, like a little yeah. bit. 
Like here's how we, how we explain to an audience like success or how we explain art or we explain like, (laughs) yes, she's um, won an Emmy Oscar Tony. Oh, this is a successful classical composer, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Just so you know. And a woman at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but I bet her personal life has really suffered. Uh, Wouldn't you know it? It's complicated. I bet. Uh, it's, it's pretty complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Dennis Hopper's fun in this movie. He's yeah, great. He, he thinks he's in apocalypse water now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a little bit of a quality in his performance, which I'm like, uh, he seems a little bit, not to, uh, a pun intended, he's a little bit adrift, I feel like, in... There's moments where I'm like, they, they're really just making this guy act. Like mm-hmm. when he's giving the speeches and everything, I sometimes feel bad for actors like that, where it's like, man, you really are just, you just got to go out there and push and push and push and push. And, uh, uh, yeah. He, like you don't know what the parameters of like, he just, he didn't exactly seem like he knew what he wanted except to just be the leader of these miners. Seemed like they were all well, smokers. Like, what, smokers. Yeah. The smokers. Yeah. But yeah. like, what are they doing they're trying. I know. Like that's <laughs> like, what I mean. What I love. I also love a villain who's like a villain for villain's sake, where it's like you're just mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just that's your that's your deal. Yeah. Like I know well, yeah. they're looking for the map back, the back yeah. of the map, the map on her back. They're looking for mm-hmm. the lower back tattoo. But why didn't mm-hmm. they just uh, yeah just drop? Like, oh, because there's no paper. There's no paper. Paper. Right? But yes. They have a lot of surfaces. Yeah. You, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you can't. You yeah, could you could write on right on the back of the the captain of the Exxon and just be like, I mean, that's a. There were a lot of surfaces that you could just copy the map down onto, but it seemed more like, well, we have to, we have to want something, because otherwise we're just drifting around. But like, no hydroponic gardening, <laughs> no attempt. Mm-hmm. What are they eating? What do they do? Like, what? Are they- They're eating spam because he throws spam at them. <laughs> They have a ton of cigarettes and and they do seem to have food, even though like in the in the in the atolls and stuff, they seem to have food. Yeah, like, and and Dennis though. Hopper loses an eye, right? Yes, yes. Why? Like this is what I mean. Like why? <laughs> like because it's now a cooler bit. Like it's like because yeah. I felt yeah. like they wanted you to really care that he lost an eye because all of a sudden it was like and now he's the villain. Like it's as if like an origin story of a villain in a comic book like when you when you see like Two-Face in Batman where he like gets his face burned and he turns and he's like now he's Two-Face like i yeah. felt like there was this mm-hmm. thing where it was like now he's still the villain from the beginning <laughs> this right. isn't yeah. a comic book right it's not a comic book right so it's like yeah. but i just felt like there was this turn of like now he has one eye and it's like I thought that was very funny of like, yeah, now he's the extra bad yes, villain. Yeah, like yeah, nothing, yeah. like yeah. maybe he was nicer and then he lost an eye and now he's yeah. madder. Like I thought that, but like nothing yeah. changed other than his eye. If you weren't clear this is the villain, this man now has an eye patch. So yeah. that's, right. Uh, oh God. Because you know, <laughs> he's bad. He's bad. And also there it seems to be only one fish guy in this movie, but everyone kind of seems to know that you're supposed to be sort of a bigot about fish people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there must be more of them. Yeah. But 
See, that's what Waterworld 2 would have been. Well, this is another this is another thing in the cut that I remember, the long cut, the Ulysses (laughs) cut, is that there's a bit more dialogue about like uh, there's a bit. It's kind of like biblically infused kind of uh, stuff. Oh, we didn't mention Jesus yet. Oh, my God. Yeah. Where he's like, exactly. We got to mention it. This is our requisite mention of Jesus. But there's a lot of stuff where it's like (laughs) thou shalt not uh, fish and man shall not come together or whatever. Like he he says Mm -hmm. this kind of dialogue. So there's a little bit of a of a uh, anti evolution strain. Uh, oh. in uh, in the Dennis Hopper mm, uh, okay. stuff. I, I think it kind of gets lost in the in the in the in the theatrical cut of the film, but I think there was a strain where this where his group is a little bit more like a religious cult. It's a little bit more like an evangelical type uh, cult, oh. which I think uh, was was cut out. Well, they, they like are that. orange. They do look like Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah. yeah, I think there's stuff there's de- there's definitely something in there about like he's bad because he's he's he has gills, but it's weird because it's like wouldn't you all just want to have gills right. and you could have a yeah. great time? Don't you think the idea would be the reason he'd be scared isn't that they're gonna kill him in the goop? Remember they're gonna yeah. order the cage in the goop? Oh. Is mm. like wh- why wouldn't it be like we he's trying to get out because they want to dissect him because they all want to be able to breathe in their water because they make their, like, yeah. I just felt like that was a missed, like, now I'm getting all like, if I could rewrite this. Yes. <laughs> but I do. I kind of felt like, why wouldn't they be like, oh my gosh, he has this thing that we all need. Let's kill him and dissect. Like, that feels like a very, like, let's dissect him and see if we can insert his genes in our, or make him yeah. sleep with women or something like that. But instead they're yes. like, no, yes. kill him. Mm. He has an upper hand to us. Kill him. I just thought yeah. it was very strange. If you want to hire him, you'd want to be like, we yeah, need Yeah, then you extra want to want to get him to impregnate that girl. Yeah. You're like, yes, let's do this because then we'll have like fish offspring and we won't have to support them on our terrible little situation here. They'll just be able to go and eat little little fishies in the water. Yeah. And I just wanted to see what his friendship was with fish. Like I kind of wanted to see <laughs> – like, can he talk to fish? Can he talk he, to like, fish? If, like, if they, if Dennis Hopper killed a fish in front of him, like, would it really offend him? <laughs> yeah. Would be like, that was my mother. Yeah. Does he eat fish? Yeah, what does he well, think he about fish? Well, he eats sea monsters, which I had completely forgotten about this movie. <laughs> but it's just like, let me just go fishing. I'm the bait. Uh, he's the bait. And then I'm going to kill a sea monster. And then we're going to eat the tiniest portion of sea monster. <laughs> So the rest of it's yeah. just in the – it's, like, very wasteful. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't know how much they, – they might be able to keep some of that sea monster on board. Yeah. It's, like, into the wild when he can't preserve the the uh, the buck he kills. That's a devastating scene in that movie. It really is. I'll never love, watch yeah. that movie again because yeah. it's about it. your kid getting, getting overwhelmed by something and then dying – Mm-hmm. And uh, killing animals. <laughs> it's like my my nemesis of a movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to uh, do a segment here. This is a recurring segment on this show because I watched this film on a disc. I I, I purchased a disc that uh, that it contains this film. So the, this is a segment that we uh, call. Uh, this is probably our most beloved segment <laughs> that we yeah, call. It is. Uh, Let's talk physical. Let's talk physical. Physical. I want to talk some physical. I'm really into physical. Tell me about your DVDs, your crispy blues, and your 4K UHDs. Give me all the latest news in physical. Physical. 
<laughs> Waterworld splashes onto the 4K UHD format with a disc from Universal Home Video. Now, this was release was preceded by a boutique Blu-ray from Arrow Video. Being the pixel queen that I am, I opted for the Universal disc, and I'm glad I did because the 4K delivers a highly detailed presentation of Waterworld. The netting, the braids, the sparkly ocean surface, the plastic soda holder that that one guy wears on his costume. They're all captured here, sharp as a tack. Now, Waterworld is a movie... Uh, that is bluish, but also surprisingly brownish in palette. You got to be down to clown with brown in this water town. So you're not going to get the most expressive picture here in terms of high dynamic range HDR. It borders on a dual chromatic movie, a lot of brown and blue. But don't make your brown eyes blue, stressing out at the price of Waterworld. I purchased Waterworld on uh, Grove.com for $11. That's G R U V. I'm not being paid by them. This is basically Universal's direct-to-consumer uh, disc website. I'm not affiliated with them in any way, but if you ever want cheap discs, go to Grov. And uh, considering this set comes with both the 4K and the Blu-ray discs, it's a, it's a pretty good deal. Fans of this movie should uh, pick up the disc, uh, but uh, I might attempt to give this one away because after <laughs> watching both cuts of this movie, I'm, I think I've watched about as much Waterworld as I need to watch. <laughs> Uh, so if you uh, uh, retweet or repost any any of our um, uh, uh, postings uh, and request my disc of Waterworld, the 4K disc of Waterworld, it's all yours. I will mail it to you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That uh, is an amazing review, and I agree mm-hmm. that I will probably not need to watch Waterworld again. Do you no. think, Allison, you will watch Waterworld again? At first think- I was like, I would love to own it, but then I realized I don't have a contraption that would play that thing mm-hmm. that you're talking about. And then wow. I realized I have, like, apparently five other, after talking to you two, I now have, like, five other Kevin Costner movies that I need to go with watch. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got it. Well, I thought this was the finale, JFK, but, but I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Say that again? Have you seen JFK, though? I have not seen. I have not seen many. Yeah, I haven't seen JFK. No. I haven't seen. You said the sexy, sweaty movies. Mm-hmm. Which Revenge. one did you? Re- which one did you yeah. recommend, Ryan? Uh, I re- I highly actually I recommend JFK the most. That's my favorite. Yes, one. that's why I was just prompting yeah. Ryan to talk about JFK. Yes, I'm like, like, covered in gold. JFK. Uh, but JFK, <laughs> the JFK, the sexy, sweaty ones are Revenge and No Way Out, and then um, which I've actually not seen. Revenge, I should see that movie. Oh, it's great! Time. It's so stupid. Um, and then A Perfect World, <laughs> Clint Eastwood's Perfect, a perfect world. world. Yeah, I just, um, man, I didn't think about JFK because that means Kevin Costner is going to have to do, or maybe not, an impression of someone who has a very well-known. Well, way he does, of speaking. Interestingly enough, he does not play JFK. He plays the investigator, Jim Garrison, who was oh, okay, New Orleans But then he does accent. play JFK in the Bay of Pigs one. I don't think he does he? in that one either. That's I think, Okay, uh, so he's uh, not. But he made two JFK movies. Yeah, 13 Days or something. Yeah. Who's JFK then in JFK? JFK is kind of not. He's sort of only he's featured in our archi- archival. It's kind of about yeah. the investigation of the conspiracy. Oh, of, so it's a uh, biopic yeah. without... The person. Oh. It's about the. It's about his death and and yeah. The, yeah. The, okay. Uh, All right. So you get and some Gary good, Oldman plays uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, yeah. which is he's really good. JFK rules at the height of his drug-addled uh, skinniness, not in his current. Uh, 
his mank state. Better state. Better. Yeah. Let's yeah. Just, his healthy, yeah. healthier his state. healthier state. Yes. <laughs> Gary Oldman was great in that. Dracula. You know what? Oh. I have a Gary Oldman story. Yeah. Let's go. Let this hear. is not related to Waterworld, but I was talking to somebody who uh, lives in Beverly Hills. And they said that Gary Oldman, when he moved his mom out to Los Angeles, he bought her a house basically directly across from the police station so that she would be safe. So he bought her a house not only in Beverly Hills, but also so close to the police station because that like little Santa Monica, you can you can buy a house like across the street from the police. Mm. (laughs) I was like, how afraid of L.A. are you, Gary Oldman? just wants to take care of his mom yeah he does maybe she'll maybe it's her feeling safe maybe yeah i do like the logic that if you're that (laughs) i do like the logic of i'm close to the police station i'll be safe here (laughs) moments they'll just run across the street like a small town uh let's uh, let's talk about your your uh, mama panic attack assessment of this movie i felt in this movie uh there's an overall thing. This is a this is a PG thirteen movie, and I felt comfortable with that. Uh, it, it doesn't doesn't really bring up a lot of stuff, except any time there's like parents who are separated from their kid and die, and then put a map on their kid's back. Anytime that comes up <laughs> in a movie. I'm like, oh, that's sad. That's sad. They had to tattoo their child to give directions to their uh, their dead bones. Um, no, this is a G. This is not an upsetting movie. Okay, now this is interesting to me because you're saying G, but I she's not actually in danger. The kid, but there's like, a there's a scene. I'm going to tell you. There's a scene okay. in this movie where this guy they pick up a. It's like a another seaman or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he climbs aboard their boat, and there's yeah, like a gonna, negotiation yeah. about like which one he's gonna like have sex with, and the and any 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 like he's like I want the little one or whatever. Like that's yeah. not that. And, that and Kevin Costner not... is like, no, you can have the other one. Yeah, you you were fine because <laughs> the cause was there. You were fine because he was there. I was like, it's like there's a security and a type of storytelling that's like this will not happen. If this was a Lars von Trier movie, I would be like, ah, is it going to happen? Is this actually going to occur right now? Because it might. Mm-hmm. But it's Kevin Costner. He would never. It's not going to happen. The guy's going to get punished for even thinking that. Uh, so it's not. It's like it's the style in which the suggestion is made. I hear this that. This is insane. This is just so that we find out how lucky we are to be on Kevin Costner's boat. That's all it's really for. Yeah, okay. Because I always get nervous of children, kid, little girls kidnapped by old men Mm -hmm. or people or a bunch, a group of men wanting a little girl always freaks me out. But I think you're correct with like, with like, it's (laughs) PG-13. It's PG-13. So like we, we, we established that that's bad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, and it's also a blockbuster. It's like that sort of thing doesn't happen in blockbusters. Yeah. It's just to, just to be like the comparison of like, we live in Mad Max It happens in The Lovely Bones. I will never watch that movie. And that isn't a blockbuster. That's trash I will never watch. I will not watch something that has to do with murdering children because that really happens. Mm. I mean- Fiction based on that, I'm like, fuck you, bye. Like, we don't need that. Um, 
I just, it's not fun. But when it's just invoking the idea that there are creeps on boats, it's like, yeah, but there was zero threat. This would actually happen. So it didn't bother me. No. I would okay. say if you if you if you're bothered by the sort of like the overall thing of like, oh my God, have we ruined the planet and now we're all gonna have to our children are gonna have to suffer. Okay, then that's an NC seventeen, but that's not really the angle. Well, that that's the other thing. Taking. That's the other thing is the is are you slightly um, are you Allison? Are you a, are you a doomer? Are you do you do you think about the end of the world a lot? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's kind of something we were talking about earlier. Of like I'm like like when the pandemic hit, I was very very scared very very quickly. I felt mm-hmm. like it took everyone a lot longer to get as scared as I was initially. And so I think if I think about it too hard, yeah. But then I say that going, am I, you know, signing up for Al Gore's newsletter? No, I'm not. Like, I, I think I'm, I recycle. <laughs> no one's doing that. <laughs> um, but yes, no, if I squint and think about it too hard, I get really panicky of like, oh, we're all going to, we're all going to die soon. Like, not just the three of us, but like. We'll die, and then a few years later, the whole world will die, and that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think I'm a little bit of a, a doom. But I didn't. I, ironically, I didn't feel like Waterworld felt made me feel scared yeah. about that. Like it made it seem like cool. We have boats. We could get to turn into fish people, and we mm-hmm. get to go on like yeah. a pirate adventure. Um, if the, so, if the polar ice caps melt, <laughs> we're just going to be a bunch of pirates, which sounds pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think they kind of. I think they did a bad job in that it, it made it seem really fun and exciting this world <laughs> it's yeah. kind of a except they're kind of rapey kind of rapey but it's like yeah you know a desperate desperate but so is the world, world. the world right kind of, like yeah. that's, that's the world we that's live in thing. currently yeah. it's not like it, it progressed it just like it, you know i think it just i think they made it too cool i think that would be the problem yeah. with this movie is they made it seem really that's why i love the stunt show like we get more yeah. of the stunt show and I, I don't think I, I did not feel the environmental element of this movie at all. No, no, uh. it's just sort of on there, and it just doesn't feel like it doesn't. It's not. It's like nothing in the way the story is told is directing you to feel upset about anything. Yeah, go it's watch Wally. Go yeah. watch go Wally. watch Wally. You'll stuff. Oh, oh, yeah, that's an that's an existential. <laughs> you'll <fun>. despair. <laughs> go watch Melancholia. That's a world well, yeah. ending. Like that's pretty. Just, oh, that also has some some very bold accents. <laughs> Melancholia. Yeah, that's a good yeah. mix of accents. It's like, hey, whatever. Just talk how you talk. I don't care. This movie is the closest, probably, to like a Mad Max movie. It actually reminds me yeah. a lot of specifically of Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Oh, absolutely. Um, but in a way, it makes me think the post-apocalyptic genre is the most hopeful genre because it's, yeah. it assumes that you you mm-hmm. have survived. Whatever yeah. terrible thing happened, you survived, and there's a chance to to bounce back from it. And there's way more – I mean, there's actually way more post-apocalyptic movies than there are apocalyptic movies because when you do well, that – because that's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want that. I mean, I mean, it's also like ghost movies are hopeful because as yeah. creepy as the ghost may be, it also means that – there's a, something after death. Yeah. That's, That's great. That's what Stanley Kubrick said about The Shining. He was like, this I is know, helpful. okay. This is helpful. I, well, I just, it's funny that you mentioned that because I think maybe that's also why I came in is because I just worked on, to do shame, shameless plug, Twisted Metal. 
Uh-huh. Uh, Twisted Metal. Starring his- Mike Mitchell. <laughs> he's no, he's a really big part in it. He's great. He's yeah. great in it. I'm I I know you're like saying it as a joke, but he's actually one of our main people that um That's great. I know this specifically is one of the great actors. Yeah, my yeah. uh Michael Jonathan Smith, the creator, like wanted him for this part. And I'm he mm-hmm. he really he's great. Um yes. But yeah, I uh, that is a comedy that's post-apocalyptic, and so oh. to me, it's also it was it's very fun and very silly. I mean, it's sad, but it's like about survivors, and it's so I, maybe I was coming into this movie coming from how much fun it was to write on a post-apocalyptic <laughs> show, <laughs> and and to come in and be like, yeah, now you got like you got these things, and you're, you're blowing things up, and like how can you burn things down? You're on the water. Like I think yeah. they're just like it. Yeah, so maybe that's why I'm coming out of being like, I don't think this did a good job making people care about the environment more. Oh, but no. It, but to go to what you were saying, Anne, of like, but it's so since I think they thought they were doing that. Like, yeah. I think it's a sincere movie in that it was trying to do that, and I don't think it did it. No, but I think that's why I feel I feel a little it, – it, there is a texture to Kevin Costner that I think is appealing to – middle-aged I mean now older than middle-aged ladies that is sort of it's because it's like them it's like everything will be fine just have a cookie like (laughs) like it feels like nowhere in this movie is like oh no and then everyone's gonna die and it's just gonna be still water like no there's no possibility that's gonna happen so it's very easy to to just sit back and Ryan, I assume Relax. you're a doom, a dooms, doomsy person. <laughs> what what made you think what that? What would possibly make Sharing a closet that? with you in March of 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh that three week, I'm sure you uh, you learned that uh, about me in that three weeks. Mm. Um Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I, I, I think about the doom, I think about it. Uh the encroaching uh yeah. I don't think. I mean, Waterworld doesn't send me into existential. Uh, no, uh, 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 no, that's why it's great. Yeah, because you're you're taking a break from it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I if I'm gonna t- really take a break, I'll watch you know like a some kind of a, The Office. I'll watch a Woody Allen movie if I want to take a break from it. <laughs> me too. I watch Woody Allen when I want a break from being a woman in the world. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is what I like to do. I like that you slipped me too into the beginning of that. Yep. 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 See what Very I did. clever. Oh, Very oh, smart. Me too. Very smart. Will you be seeing She Said? <laughs> um, I feel like I have to or I lose I my know, card. I know. I feel like I have to. <laughs> I'm like, I have to turn my uterus in or something. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know. I, I actually am because of being an L.A. person and, know, like, mm-hmm. you know, the Harvey Weinstein of it all is, like, I knew for years that. Yeah. Thing. I think we all – and so I thought it was a known thing. And so when it wasn't a known thing all around um, – so I'm curious to see the movie if they talk about that at all. <laughs> yeah, if they're like, no one's surprised. We just have to prove it. Yeah, or yeah. if they're going to be like, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> and I think they are going to be more like, whoa, whoa, what? And I'm going to, I'm going to get a screener for it. So I definitely, yeah, definitely. God, that would be it's so funny. It's going to be like a like, Scooby Doo yeah. investigation. <laughs> like what? If yeah. <laughs> if the, if it was like a spotlight, like we we got him, we we got we got information on Weinstein, and every person's like, mm. uh, yeah. Uh, oh my God, Spotlight! That's such know. a good movie. Everyone should watch that. But that is not fun. Spotlight is good. Mm-hmm. 
It's a great Law and Order. It's Mark the Ruffalo. best, one of the best Law and Order episodes I've ever seen. They knew. They knew when they didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like Mark Ruffalo. Um, okay, let's rate this movie on a scale of something that is specific to this movie. Uh, we'll go first, Allison. You will go last. Your rating will be forever. Okay. Mm-hmm. The official we'll rating. We'll tattoo it on the back of a child. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, so what shall, what did, what of all the items, objects, uh, uh, trinkets in this movie, uh, what, what shall we rate this movie uh, out of? Hmm. Urine, uh, filters. Oh yeah. I mean, one. it is the most, it's being the only the thing most I remembered. <laughs> memorable thing from the movie. And the yeah. thing that you, another 20 years may go by and you may say, hmm, let me rewatch Waterworld. You'd be like, I remember the urine. Yeah. That even, uh, yeah. yeah. Urine filter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. out of how many urine filters? I'll yeah. happily go first. Um, mm-hmm. I saw Waterworld when it came out and had the, like I said, the perspective that most people had, which is like, it's not bad. You know, it's kind of a cool movie. Uh, I was never a Waterworld detractor. I was also never been that big of a Waterworld booster. I'm not like one of these people that like, it's secretly like the best. So <laughs> on a scale of one to four, I went in thinking, I'm going to give this a three. I was like, I already know what I think about this movie. I think it's a three. And watching it again, what I would say is that I think three is a little, just a hair generous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it is... I, uh, I I think though it's it's kind of a cool movie in a lot of respects. I think it lacks like suspense and in, in in certain scenes. There's oh, only one yeah. really suspenseful scene, and that's when he's in the goo when he's gonna drown in the mm-hmm. goo. But like mm-hmm. as an action movie, I'm like this movie has like a lot of jet skis and explosions and and kind of cool stunt spectacular type stuff. But it doesn't have like the ticking clock thing where you coherently know what's happening and. It's not like a great, like a Mission Impossible type yeah. action movie. And so yeah. for that reason, I'm going to say yeah, it's two and a Burj half. Yeah, Khalifa. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, or just, it doesn't, you know, whatever. <laughs> like think of a movie, think of a great action movie, Speed or whatever, something where you're like, oh, wow, they're going like, to, can they get to that thing by this point or whatever? And like mm-hmm. in Waterworld, it's, a, it's all a little bit like muddy. It's just sort of like hard to know where people are like in the movie. So there's that. And it's also a slightly claustrophobic movie. I think that it's like, um, uh, it, it doesn't seem to have enough characters that actually have personality. Um, yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's, uh, a, that's a big criticism. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of sexy lamps in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Dennis Hopper's like trying to make up for, for, I think, for like a lot of what's what's uh, lacking in the movie. But uh, anyway, it's a two and a half. Two and a half urine filters for me. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a valid point. I think uh, <laughs> Dennis Hopper's acting for two. He's sort of <laughs> for two <laughs> eyes. For two yeah. eyes, he's, he's playing. <laughs> he's playing to the cheap seats in this movie. I think it's just not. Yeah, I think that there. It's like if it was like a uh, you know like a Brigadoon situation where the dry land only appears every ten years or some nonsense. It would be like okay, now we have like a reason. But it's just like okay, we'll eventually find it. I guess if we actually read the map. <laughs> instead of just talking about the map <laughs> like the whole movie um and i think that maybe this is maybe a weird crit- criticism but i was like i wanted more of the movie to take place on dry land like it's kind of <laughs> like you spent so much time talking about it and then when you get there it's just like yeah it's nice 
but what are you going to do? Like, there's no kind of follow up. <laughs> like, what are you you're just going to leave an old man, a lady, and a kid on an island? <laughs> That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I yeah, it's it's a little listless towards the end. I did listen to the movie while I was washing dishes towards the end because it was just like, all right, I don't know. I mean, jet skis, jet skis. So I would give this movie um, two urine filters because I I think it really needed to be written better before they started filming it. Yeah. (laughs) Devastating note. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I agree, though. Like, it's hard because I – it could – I think it's one of those movies that you're like, it could be great. Yes. It it could could be. be. You had the stuff. You had all the stuff. Yeah. Um, But like I said, I went in with the bar super low. And Mm -hmm. so, like, the fact that I was pleasantly happy and having fun with this was, Mm -hmm. like, one thing. Like, I almost want to do two scales of, like, four out of four in terms of a 90s action movie. I think it's all the things you want. and I even fair, yeah. I think it's fair because, like, I also said, like, you know, I watched, like, Con Air recently, too, and my husband was like, it's not Con Air. And I'm like, it's kind of Con... Like, it's like it's all, you know, it's all just kind of ridiculous. But in actuality, like, hearing that, like, oh, yeah, there was no momentum and there was not much, like, thought to this story. I guess I would say two. Yeah, I would say two. Two out of... Four. However, the stunt show at Universal, 10 out of 4 in terms of a stunt show. It is a fantastic stunt show. But I would say 2 out of 4 urinal uh, filters. <laughs> yes. Wow. That stunt show is so weird that that stunt show has far outlasted this movie to the point where I'm sure people go to that and they're like, oh, there's this show, Waterworld. Yeah. They don't yeah. even know there was a movie. They should then make a movie like Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> style where they yes. base it off the stunt show. I think they could. I, I think, think they could they do could. like I think they could do yeah. Waterworld the TV show tomorrow and people would be like, "Cool, like the stunt show." Like yeah. they would, there's so many people have seen it. I think about that all the time when I'm in amusement parks. And you're like, you're like watching the little video for like, hey, everybody, it's Bugs Life or whatever. And I go, more people see this movie than like hundreds of people, thousands of people see that little thing every day. Do you think than anything I've ever made? Is that what the rest of that thought was? Uh, For sure. (laughs) uh, Definitely. No, I know what you mean. Like when they had like a Bugs Life show or yeah, I think uh, there's certain – rides that you're like you know it's uh, um splash mountain which i know they're changing mm-hmm. soon but like mm-hmm. way more people have been on splash mountain than have seen the problematic uh thing that it's songs of the south the song of the south. oh yeah <laughs> that's right you know so like yeah. I, I hear right, what yeah. you're saying i would love to see Waterworld, the stunt show the tv show yeah and yeah. that should be the name of it and it, <laughs> and it's and it's just all takes place in one tank you mm-hmm. know I, that that is that, yeah. a good name for a show. I'm not even joking. Waterworld is such a the TV. really funny. That's like an <laughs> adult swim <laughs> show where it's like obviously it's about the stunt actors. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, we forgot to mention Jack Black. While while we're on the subject of the comedy, Jack Black is, appears in this movie. Little part. He does. Pilot. Yeah. Where? He's when? a he's a pilot um, uh, that shoots. Remember, like when the pilots when there's like a plane flying around the boat. Uh-huh. Trying to shoot the boat. One of the pilot is Jack Black. Oh, no 
my God. Yeah. Cool. That is so weird. I did not notice him. Did yes. you know he was in this before? I completely forgot. And then- um, was this, in the, this wasn't in the extended. This wasn't in the Ulysses. It's not in the extended version. He's in the regular cut. And I saw it and I was like, is that Jack Black? And then I looked it up real quick and it is. And he's also participated in like- a f- a f- some oral histories or something like they they did a, you know That's they went back crazy. to the cast and asked them about Waterworld and he's very funny he's like we crushed it <laughs> of course he did yeah. I have I had two IRL interactions with Jack Black in LA at both times he's been absolutely delightful four stars for Jack Black two stars for this movie <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he rules. Uh, Allison Taffel, uh, thank you so much hey, for, for being me. with this us here so today. Uh, so funny, a great guest. Uh, I think everybody knows to see uh, your 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 television if they want to check out your work. Uh, the BoJack Horseman, uh, Twisted Metal coming up. What what else you got going? Where do people find you? What else? Uh, what do you want to tell people about? Um, I'm on. It's, I'm not on Twitter anymore. Ever since that person bought it, um, <laughs> so I'm on Instagram. It's my name at a l i s o n t a f e l, um, and I'm also starting a podcast <gasps> as well. What is it? It's called Side Effects and Inf- Include Moonface and it's a investigative <laughs> thing into my friend's uh, mysterious illness and how fun it is to be a young woman trying to get diagnosed in our healthcare system. And she oh. um, But it's like serial where I'm Sarah Koenig uh-huh. And my friend is not a possible murderer, but someone who's <laughs> uh, chronically ill and uh, figuring that out. Oh my and God. Yeah. That sounds wow. amazing. That sounds good. Yeah, that yeah. sounds important. Unlike this show, it sounds important. Um, yeah. Well, and we want to do it like comment. Like we, we, we were like, we're not investigative journalists. We are two yeah. comedians. <laughs> so this is how we're going to do it. And wow. working on screenplays, working on acting, all the stuff. So yeah, why don't you follow me? I'm also such a, I just need to do a show. I just, I'm such a big fan of you, Ryan, of working with, and so I'm so happy to see you again, because like you were one of my favorite people that I work with, and I think you're one of the funniest people I've ever met. So I just thought I'd tell you. Yeah. Well, thanks, Allison. Thank you. Thank you. That was, uh, likewise, I, I uh, uh, this, uh, uh, yes, I feel like we would have, uh, in a different world, we would have had a longer career uh, working Well, uh, you can. Here, you film, can but... still talk to each other. <laughs> No, it's We're over. Done. It's over after, after this. this. I, made, I made you guys watch Waterworld. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't mean this, to make it awkward, but you in can this economy, still... In this economy? <laughs> no. You and live in different parts of LA. It's too hard. It's too far. <laughs> it's too hard. Well, it was lovely to meet you. Uh, and uh, thank you so much for spending so many hours on Waterworld. This is coming out to be like five yes, or six you. hours of Thank Waterworld. you. It's a lot of life. It's a lot of life to give to this yeah. uh, to give to this show. So thank you so much. And uh, we will see you guys. Oh, if you want to follow this show, it's Mama Needs a Movie Pod on Instagram. And uh, don't even Just go to the Twitter. Bye, Twitter. We're going to start up a TikTok. So get ready for us to dance, do the pirate dance from... Yeah. Ready from Waterworld. TikTok. Get 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 ready for some old people trying to do yeah. some TikTok content. Come in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.